BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Bigger Podcast. I'm your host, Sif, and on today's show, we're going to be getting into two of my favorite topics, skincare and wellness. But before I introduce you to our guest for today, who you may already be following on YouTube or Instagram, I wanted to remind you that I'm still giving away a beauty goodie bag to everyone who subscribes to and reviews the podcast. Just send me a screenshot to sifat.h91 at gmail.com, and I'll send it right to your door. I am so excited to be chatting with Dr. Mona Van today. Mona is the anti-pharmacy pharmacist. She went to school for pharmacy but realized that instead of filling prescriptions, she wanted to focus on showing people how a healthy lifestyle is the key to wellness. If you don't follow her on Instagram and YouTube, you're missing out. She shares her tips on diet, exercise, and of course, skincare. And you guys, she knows what she's talking about. She has a real drive for educating people, which you know I'm all about, and you're going to see just how smart she is in this interview. Also, side note, she has the most gorgeous glowy skin I've seen in my life. So with that, let's welcome Dr. Mona to the show. All right, so Mona, tell me about your background. You're a pharmacist by trade. What led you to pharmacy school? Honestly, it was really my parents and my culture. Education is really big in Persian. Um, you know, I knew I really liked medicine. I thought that was something I wanted to go into. And I liked the idea of pharmacy school being a program I just applied into. It didn't have to reapply to grad school. I always had this fear of like, if I go to undergrad, then I don't get into med school. So I liked that it was just a direct doctorate program. So that's why people are like, how did you know you want to be a pharmacist at 18? Yeah. Like, I just liked that I could go in at 18 and I was in the program until I got my doctorate and that was it. Oh, that's, I mean, yeah, it it works out, like, Mm -hmm. especially if, like, you value education and all that, I feel like it's just, like, it's perfect, right? So, I feel like you're the (laughs) anti-pharmacy pharmacist. Thank you so much, that's a huge compliment, actually. Honestly, like, I, and I respect you so much about it, that's why I started following your content, because I thought it was so amazing that you were kind of into this, like, holistic way of life. So, what got you interested in that, especially from someone in like a pharmacy background? Right. Well, I loved what I was learning in school. Believe it or not, um, in pharmacy school, we learn how to treat, we go through disease state management and, and like pharmacology and we learn how to treat everything. Step one is always lifestyle modifications. Right. You're never supposed to directly put someone on Medicaid. Of course, unless their blood pressure is like, you know, staged, it's like through the roof and of course you would. But for the most part, either you always start with lifestyle modifications or they're always in it. So I liked learning about all that. I liked learning about how our body works and medication. So 
when I graduated and started working, I didn't like the way the work field was. Um, yeah. We were very much treated like robots. Like, I hated retail so much. Um, it was just filling prescriptions, and we never really got to do what I learned and what I liked. Yeah. And I had really taken the last year of pharmacy school to get healthy myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was always somewhat healthy, but since I had time to really, like, focus on myself, because school wasn't as difficult last totally. year. yeah. I joined a gym, I started, really started learning about clean eating, and I just became, like, obsessed and addicted to, with this lifestyle, mm-hmm. and then when I, like, really settled in LA after I was done with Boston, I was so surrounded by it that it just completely consumed me, and it really just, I realized I had such a passion for this that I didn't realize I had before, so that tied into, like, a little bit of my medical background, I was like, this is not really the field I want, except the direction I want to take my degree in. I think it's great, though, because I do think that there, like... I mean, I treat myself holistically. I don't like to take medicine if I can avoid it. So I think it's so great that you're spreading that message and you kind of tweaked around and found that awareness. Like, I think it's amazing. So was it around this time that you also transitioned into a plant-based diet? Like, how did that come around? That, you know, I I was eating pretty clean. So first, I was just really clean. That's, That's how I first transitioned to eating. Like, I would do everything plain, like nothing sweetened, mm-hmm. salted. Um, that was how I first really learned about healthy eating. Then when I was in LA, honestly, it was just was like kind of on trend. And, you know, people didn't eat red meat as much, and everyone switched over to like um, plant-based milks, and I liked it. So I was really just eating fish, a little bit of fish. Once in a while, I would have like some chicken or something mm-hmm. um, and cheese. So nothing else was like that heavy. But then when um, my brother, so my brother has a slight cardiac condition where mm-hmm. he's having these really bad palpitations mm-hmm. he's going to all these doctors and one doctor suggested for him to go vegan and to my dad both of them worked for the same doctor so I decided that I would be supportive and I was like okay we're all going to go vegan so that we're all in this easier. together yeah, yeah we're all in this together and that's literally what made me go and, and then once I started it I just loved it Totally. So did your, like, your family is currently all plant-based? No, they did not stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> I stuck to it. You know, they go back and forth. I mean, my dad, like, you know, they love his vegetables and fruit Persian culture has a lot of that. And the diets that he likes it, but they definitely are not vegan. Trust me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I've heard a ton of people talk about gaining weight on, like, when they switch over to a plant-based diet. Like, even my friends, they've been like, oh, I switched to veganism and now I'm just eating a ton of carbs. Obviously, you look amazing. So can you share a few of, like, if you have any weight loss tips for someone who does go plant-based? Like, what are your, like, secrets? It's very easy to gain weight if you you don't know how to do it and you aren't doing it the right way because Mm -hmm. you don't know what to eat. You're like, oh, well, if I don't eat meat, do I eat pasta and rice? Totally. No, that's the first thing people think of. But it's such ancient thinking. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, now there's really not an – I feel like – not that there's not an excuse, but there's so much information out there, and it's so on trend now. I mean, everywhere you go, there's vegan options. So the biggest thing is to literally just educate yourself. Like, all you have to do is go to Google, type in vegan protein, vegan dinner ideas, mm-hmm. vegan lunch ideas, clean vegan eating. And I mean, like, there's an endless amount. But, you know, my content, I post it all the time. Yeah. I always do, like, what I eat in a day. Um, so if you know what you're eating and doing it the right way, then you're not going to gain weight. Also, when people resort to the fake meat, the fake steak, and, like, they don't, they think that's, like, the only way. You don't have to resort to the processed food. Yeah. It's really clean eating, but just plant-based. If you, I don't know. I don't want you to run on on it, but if you think about it, if you're not vegan, mm-hmm. you're, there's, like, what do you eat? Like, steak, chicken. People don't eat pork that often, do they? No. Like, steak, chicken, a burger. Mm-hmm. 
it's only like five or six different foods. Like every other food is like yeah. <laughs> vegetables, real food, grains. Like there's so many other things you could eat. Yeah, no, it's meat. it's true. And I think like, yeah, people need to realize that. I think as long as you cut out those processed things, whether you're eating like a plant-based diet or not, I mean, mm-hmm. th- that's really the culprit for all bad things. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And I love your videos. So guys, like go follow her videos. She has like the best like what to eat kind of videos. They're so great. Thank you so much. Thank you. So speaking of ear videos, Mm -hmm. I wanted to touch on food pairing because it's obviously something you talk about a lot, Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to get into that. So food combining is something I learned about through Kimberly Snyder, um, and it's when I first discovered it, and then I just, like, the concept made so much sense to me, and I really started, like, like, diving in, and really it just explains how different foods digested in your stomach, and certain foods need different enzymes. Some of them need um, a more, like, some of them need a more alkaline Mm -hmm. so it's the concept that if you eat one food that needs an alkaline environment so your body is like secreting those enzymes and you need one food that needs like an acidic environment Mm -hmm. so your body's secreting those enzymes it's almost like batteries or anything positive and negative what's going to happen you're going to cancel each other out so Mm -hmm. none of the food gets digested and it all just ends up like sitting there and getting putrefied so if you, it's almost like learning how to separate food and what to pair, and it's pretty simple. Like proteins and starches are like a big no-no. So Interesting. So like a beef hamburger on bread or like eggs on toast, things that people eat a lot. Mm-hmm. And then one of the biggest things is fruit on an empty stomach because fruit is digested very, very quickly, like 20 minutes. So when you eat it with a big meal, it just kind of sits there while the other food's getting digested. It seems complicated at first, and I remember when I first tried it, I was like, this is not realistic. I was almost, like, angry at the concept, <laughs> like, I can't do this. But I do it, I'd say, like, 70 to 80% of the time. And I think that's my, almost my, like, methodology when I try to teach people wellness. Mm-hmm. If you're still doing it as much as you can, it's still better than not doing it. I think when people feel um, discouraged because they can't do it, they fully give up. Mm-hmm. But even just doing it some of the time is better than not doing it. So give me an example of, like, a breakfast that you'd eat, which has, like, food combining, I guess. So um, for me, for, like, I love, like, okay, let's say an acai bowl. Mm -hmm. Acai is, like, fruit. Like, you wouldn't mix it with, like, granola. So if you're going, and it's, a lot of people, I bet if you pay attention to go get an acai bowl, as much as, like, it seems healthy, a lot of times it can really bloat you. It's got, like, coconut and granola and all different kinds of fruit, Mm -hmm. and they'll add, like, sweetener. So when I do it, I don't do any granola. One thing that's really cool is uh, buckwheat groats. Yeah. So buckwheat's a fruit. But really? It's actually I didn't fruit. even know that. I know. It doesn't seem like it, but it's actually like crunchy like a grain. Yeah, so yeah. So if you add it on an acai bowl, it feels like a crunchy, just something yeah. to add to it. So you can do that and then any other fruit you want and just like mix it in. So that's something I'll do. Um, an avocado toast, so yeah. like a fat on any kind of starch mixes like perfectly well, so you can do that. Um, oatmeal with cinnamon and stevia. Banana is one fruit that because it's um, it's more dense, mm-hmm. it's slower to digest. Like if you think about it, you can't juice a banana. Totally. So banana you can mix sometimes with protein and starch, and it's better. So if you're going to do any fruit on like an oatmeal or like a protein shake, banana is better than like strawberries or blueberries. So you wouldn't do normally like um, oats and blueberries, for no, example. No, which which is hard to. Wow. It's, it's, it's a really interesting concept because you're like, oh, this is the healthiest breakfast ever. One thing I tell people too is. Pay attention to how you feel because, uh-huh. like, some people like to, 
it sounds frustrating because it seems so healthy. Yeah. And it is, but just literally separate it. Like, have the blueberries, like, first, wait, like, 15, 20 minutes, then have the oatmeal. I love that. And notice if, I mean, and pay attention, like, if you feel like you're bloated or your digestion isn't great, then just give it a try. Because so many people have sent me DMs and they're like, oh my god, I've tried this and, like, it's been a total game changer for me. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm definitely going to try that. Yeah, it's That's really amazing. Cool. Yeah, I'll, like, take eggs out of my avocado toast now. You know what you could do if you eat eggs is get, like, a paleo bread, get, like, a coconut wrap. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm gluten-free most of the time. Well, I, I am fully gluten-free and, like, mostly grain-free as well. But oh, I go. guess, like, starchy, like, yeah. Like, the starch and protein are good, but coconut's, like, a fat, and a fat and a protein is a little bit better. Yeah. So you can do something, or you can get, like, a raw veggie wrap. Interesting. Like that. Okay, I mean, that's such a good tip, and I feel like I've never had a guest speak about that, so I love that you brought it up. It's really cool. Like, I mean, it's hard at first, but give it a minute, and you'll get used to it. That's awesome. It's a good tip. So speaking of acai bowls, I wanted to talk to you about fruit, because there's obviously, like, so much talk about sugar content and almost, like, a fear around fruits nowadays. Yes, I know. So I wanted to get your take on that. So I think I, I understand, like, sugar really is you yeah but to completely eliminate fruit I, I personally just don't think it's necessary mm -hmm. but limit it I and, and it actually perfectly goes with food combining mm -hmm. because you shouldn't eat fruit mixed it with food anyway yeah so great rules to just have like a half a cup of berries or whatever fruit you want in the morning and then just like even have that be your fruit for the day maybe like a little bit later on an empty stomach mm -hmm. but I think the same people who are like so afraid of fruit that are eating like cheese or dairy or processed food it just to me doesn't it doesn't make sense like if you really I, I don't know I always go with like my real intuition and gut and like what's and I'm a huge believer on even if it makes you thinner momentarily I'm thinking about big picture totally yeah and I'm not I don't think cheese is better big picture than fruit well it's like incredibly inflammatory it's I feel horrible yeah. yeah I mean animal protein in general is so inflammatory dairy is so inflammatory so just not something I'd ever substitute for fruit and then if you go by every single rule of God, it's like actually like uh, my assistant and I were talking about this earlier. Like, what is there left to eat? Like, I mean, it's exhausting. No grains, no lectins, no seeds, no fruit. Like, no, I'm like, okay, well, what do you like, what do I, what do what I believe? Do what do right? I do? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. it's super frustrating. It's really overwhelming. Yeah, totally. I think go with your gut. Do you think that there is like, for example, do you have fruit mostly at the beginning of the day like do you also have it for dessert sometimes like what's your like how just, do you usually so eat it? just beginning of the day is when I have it um dessert is kind of a disaster to have it because usually you're eating like a heavier meal for dinner like yeah. protein starch whatever so if you have it after a meal mm -hmm. even though you think it's a healthier dessert it's following a meal it's really bad so it's always better to have it like 20 minutes on an empty stomach 20 minutes before a meal so actually a healthier dessert than fruit would be like a raw kind of like raw chocolate like kick you know you can make like a cacao pudding almost yeah, like yeah. something like that maybe like with avocado that's yeah it's a yeah, good tip um really good. so tell me like a food secret like an insidery tip okay um let's see one really cool tip is if you eat like some raw mixed greens or raw fruit like maybe 20 minutes before a meal the fruit is only do the fruit if it's been like hours before your last meal. So raw mixed greens are probably an easier one. So like a little bit of a salad or raw veggies, it will help your body like prep for digestion. So it actually helps you secrete certain digestive enzymes and then get ready for the rest of your meal. I'm totally doing that. Right, and it's so easy. Like even while you're making dinner, just like throw some like mixed spinach into a bowl, just like eat a little bit of it with like some lemon or vinegar. 
and then we'll prep you for dinner. Okay, that's like an amazing tip. Right? And it's so easy. And everyone can do that. You're getting extra greens. Like, why not? Like at dinner, be like, can I have my salad first instead of with dinner? That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. That's a good little tip. Yeah, that's a great (laughs) tip. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next question. What is one small change that everyone can make to clean up their diet? Like if you could have one tip for beginners. One tip would be to buy everything in its plainest form. So anything you buy, like oatmeal, um, with nothing else added to it. Don't buy a sweetened one. Don't buy like a cinnamon one, anything. Get it plain. If you're buying, let's say, like, rice, some people will buy, like, the pre-seasoned packages of, like, rice or just get it plain, do it yourself, because you don't know what they're adding to sweeten it. Like, sugar's already bad enough on its own, but now let's go to, like, the quality of sugar. Like, if they're using, like, processed, like, like, like liquid glucose syrup, you know, but if you can add your own date for a sweetener or yeah. a blended banana, that's better. So always, always go with your own stuff. At least you know and you're in control of what's going into it. Yeah. And also even, I mean... Let's say they add salt, the kind of salt they're adding. It's like table salt, whereas you can go get like Himalayan sea salt and just add a little bit. So that that's actually the first thing that really got me like into better shape. I mm-hmm. actually lost too much weight doing that. I mean, I ate so clean, but I wasn't like, I, I got, I didn't even realize how much weight I was losing because I was just eating like so carefully and yeah. I had to like really adjust and learn, but eating clean is huge. Yeah, I think even when you're going out, even the things like, Oh, like what oil are they using to cook my food? You know, just even like the simplest things like that, we don't even realize because we're so used to like going out and like, even if something seems healthy, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't know what oil it's being cooked in. Like you don't know the details. So even, uh, and the more foodie and like up high, you know, upscale the restaurant, probably they are all about taste. They don't really care about like, you know what I mean? No, they don't. It's like duck fat pancakes. I'm like, why? (laughs) Go. Pancakes. Oh I, that's gosh. actually on a menu across the street. Oh no, I believe it. Yeah. Like I, I think I've probably eaten one at right. some point. <laughs> so also I was gonna ask you, like speaking of like things in their purest form, um, how do you feel then about like coconut flour or like brown like brown rice flour, like things like that basically? I like those because it's still if the ingredients are just coconut, mm-hmm. that's fine. So if it's coconut and they're drying it and they're blending it, like great, that's that's totally fine. Obviously everything like we, Eating a completely food, like not processed, where nothing comes in a package, is yeah. not realistic for all of us. 100%. But if you can look at the package and it's one or two, or if you know the ingredients, yeah, it's almost like a Lara bar. If I'm gonna pick a bar, I've really been trying. Like even mo- most of them are just like cashew and date or yeah. cashew, but you know the chocolate chip one is like cashew date. I think like chocolate chips, and it'll show you it's like cocoa, um, sugar, whatever. Even though it's like in there it's still only eight ingredients and I know what it is yeah versus something else it's just like chemical after chemical yeah and you can't even pronounce anything right okay so I wanted to talk to you about snacking mm-hmm. um do you love it do you not like it like are you more of like a big meal kind of girl how do you feel about it so I like naturally am a huge snacker uh-huh. like, I love to just like snack I love like fresh food like I could snack on fruit all day I could snack on veggie like raw veggies mm-hmm. all day but it really makes me bloated, like terribly. Yeah. Like I really, I'm, I look pregnant. It's, it's, no, I know. It's insane, I, I'm, I'm right? the exact same way. So I've learned for me that waiting like between meals, doing like breakfast around eight, lunch around noon, and dinner around seven, mm-hmm. one snack between lunch and dinner, that's really, really worked well for me. 
So that's what I do now. So for that one snack, like, what are a few of your favorite things? I'll do, like, literally, like, raw almonds or raw walnuts. Sometimes I'll do, like, a rice cake or a couple rice cakes with a little... I'll scrub, like, a little bit of almond butter on them. Sometimes even, like, one slice of avocado toast. Like, whatever I'm feeling, it depends on how hungry I am. Yeah. But something. That's... Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, like... Smoothie, like... Yeah, I was actually reading that um, from, like, an author, and she was saying that you're your snack shouldn't be, like, a meal on its own, but, like, actually, like, a snack size, you know? Right. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like, I think that people sometimes kind of go overboard almost, so... And, like, try to have your snack, like, if it's something... I, I notice when I eat something that's, like, uh, actually got substance to it, like, it will fill me up. You know, don't take, like, a bag of chips or pretzels. Like, it's just a... It's just mindless eating at it's that mindless, point. It's mindless, right. And it's actually not... I don't know, it doesn't, they don't fill me up personally. No, it's I'm like just, like, air. hungrier yeah, it after. Does, it literally does nothing. No, it tastes good. Yeah, it tastes really good, but then, like, I feel like I'm hungry after, mm-hmm. and then, like, I just, I, it's, like, uncontrollable, and I feel I like it's... a lot of protein bars. Actually, Lara Bar does fill me up, which I, I just noticed. I had it on a flight the other day. Yeah. But some other ones don't. Yeah, I, I think it, it really depends on, like, what the ingredients are, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, I mean, yeah, certain things, like, spike your blood sugar as well, and then you're just hungry and craving things, so... Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a confusing world out there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of foods, food cravings as well, how do you fight food cravings or, like, keep them at bay? Um, I try to find something. I actually put a whole video on this. Yeah, I saw. Um, you have I try to find, like, I'll find a creative way to get satisfied that craving. Whatever yeah. It is. Like, if I have a really big craving, um, I know I'm going to have it, if it's, especially if it's not out for days. Mm-hmm. I know it's probably not going to go away, so I'll have to find a way to satisfy it. So... Like, if it's, like, a crunchy craving, like, even doing, like, a really healthy, crunchy snack. Um, if it's, like, a french fry craving, like, baking sweet potatoes, like, slicing them really, really, really thin, baking them in the oven, almost till when they burn, so keep yeah. them, like, crispy. Yeah. If it's a chocolate craving, uh, I just went to Erewhon the other day and found this really good, like, chocolate mousse. It's, like, this raw chocolate. Like, really Is it the ones that they make, um, like, if they have in their fridge section? Is that yeah, the one? Yeah, their little mini fridge section. So good. Yeah, this one was really good. It had, like, some pea protein in it, too. It was cool. I have to try um, that one. So whatever it, the craving is, like, I'll try to find a way to fix it or else I know. And, you know, of course, I'm, like, I'm not, like, perfect all the time. Like, once in a while, I will give in to whatever I want to eat. But for the most part, I can always find ways. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that there are, like, such smart ways to, I guess, give into those cravings, but in a more, like, like in a better way. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think it's just about finding those kinds of foods. Like, I, I love doing sweet potato fries instead of, like, normal French fries as right. well. Like, it's, and you, ha- you honestly have to learn, if you really want to, like, shift the way that you think about food, and, like, if you have to learn how to, like, find ways to, like, love it and be conscious of it and, like, get what you want to eat. Like, if you can't sustain a diet for longer than, like, two or three months, then why are you going to do it? Well, that's the thing, right? I think that if you truly want to get to a place where you are kind of getting out of this like stupid fad diet situation Mm -hmm. like you got to think of it as more of a a lifestyle you know and like make those really good healthy shifts right I totally agree because like if you are you going to eat like the same three foods for the rest of your life no like as soon as you stop it's not going to work you have to learn a way to do it yeah and also I think that Thankfully, now there is a shift in thinking. Like, Mm -hmm. people are kind of understanding that healthy food doesn't mean just, like, I don't know, like, tasteless lettuce with, like, 
you know, unseasoned chicken on the side, like, that's awful. Right. So, I mean, thankfully, like, there is this, like, growing awareness about that. So I think, like, definitely that shift, and I think it's so great that people like you are showing people that, like, healthy food can taste really, really good. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I love, I love the things I eat. Oh, my gosh, totally. I, I don't even feel like, like, I don't understand the concept of, like, a, a cheat day, because, right? like, that... This, I find that word very problematic, you know? I, exactly. I don't feel like I'm cheating on, like, my current diet. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I totally agree. It's, it's really like, interesting. I never, ever would think to need a milkshake because I could just make, like, a cacao smoothie. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know so I mean? good. Like, there's so many things you could do. Totally. I've never even thought – the thought hasn't crossed my mind. Yeah, totally. Like, I, I just think that healthy food can taste just as good totally. as, like, you know – other counterpart basically so it's it's quite interesting so I love watching your stories because I think it does show how balanced you are and I like I saw when you were in Miami for example like you are totally good to enjoy a night night out which I love because we need that to be like balanced human beings I'm glad you like that (laughs) yeah no I and I think it's important that like people in the wellness world also show that part of themselves because I mean we're not like monks yeah (laughs) yeah totally so like and it's like you can be healthy and like also go out at night and like you know have yeah live your life like you don't always have to wake up at six in the morning and like go to bed at eight night so when you do go out what is your drink of choice tequila is always my drink of choice it makes me feel I always just notice I feel the best in the morning there's something about it like if I I mean I hate the taste of vodka but remembering how I felt after vodka was just horrible (laughs) So I love to I love like a tequila soda with a lot of lime, and I'll always ask if they have anything spicy. Yeah, I like like jalapeno or something like it. Just kind of gives it a little kick. Do you have any like tips? I guess for like how you keep your drinking in control or anything like that. I really like to keep it to like you know two three max. I mean, yeah, I really and you know going out for me is very selective. Like yes. I don't like to go out drinking unless it's some a really good night that I'm yeah. gonna enjoy. You know. So you got to pick and choose. Yeah, I pick and choose. Um, if you're going to go out and enjoy it, enjoy yourself. I personally stay away from, like, the champagne. I know champagne will, like, at, you know, if you're at, like, a club at a table, it's already passed around, and, like, it's fun to take it, but it's, it's fun to hold it. Don't drink it. I don't know. I always feel horrible after champagne. Yeah, champagne, it's it's sugar, so I feel like it's just yeah. harder on the body to digest. Like, it's breaking down that plus the alcohol, like... Agreed. I feel like when people go out and they get cocktails, they talk so much more about, like, how brutal their hangovers are. Tequila's just, I feel like, a cleaner alcohol. And I never, like I said, I never mix it with anything but soda, water, and lime. Good tip. Really, really good tip. Okay. So my favorite topic, skincare. Yeah. Um, You are obviously as obsessed with your skin as I am. Completely and obsessed. it shows. So talk to me about your skincare routine. So my skincare routine, um, so I have like a couple medicine cabinets like dedicated I love it to my skincare I love it um I have a bunch of different cleansers I've got my step twos that are like kind of like your toning mist sprays um so talk to me like let's get specific okay favorite cleansers let's start with that my favorite cleanser is probably goes between a dermalogica cleanser and a solasi cleanser Mm -hmm. Um, I go back and forth between the two some kind of like light exfoliator I'll use and then when it comes to like Step two, Solasi has really good, like, beauty essence waters. Yeah. I like those. Um, and then depending on whatever your active is, that's always my step two. So if you're using, like, a peel pad, if you're using any kind of, like, AHA or BHA on your skin, that will usually go, like, right after. Yeah. And then I always go to serums. 
So uh, Juice Beauty's got a really amazing one. Biosoft has a great one. Um, Concern, like, tell me the serum that you use, like. The Juice Beauty has a really amazing firming one. Uh, Biosoft right now is using their retinol uh, serum, which is really nice. Um, I love Solasu's First Care Activating Serum. That one helps activate everything that goes on after it, so it's really cool to layer on first. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's really cool. That's a really good tip. Right? I'm I'm going to go buy that one. It's a really good one. So you layer that on first and then you use like whatever. Everything else. They, they technically tell you to use it under their water. Um, it's like their water essence. Yeah. Which is almost like a water toner. But I like the consistency of it after that. Yeah. Because they're like, well, it helps activate, but it's a little bit thicker than the water. So I like to use it after. Yeah. Um. Then there's oils. Depending on how my skin's feeling when I use an oil, um, Beauty by Design, um, I have this one, like, squalene oil that I really like. Um, Talk to me about squalene because, okay. like, I know, it's, the hot thing it's right now, such right? a hot topic. I feel <laughs> no. like it's the new hyaluronic acid. It, People are constantly, like, it's everywhere. I don't think it replaces hyaluronic No, no, I, it's definitely just, not. It's really cool. Like, I mean, there's different ways to find it. Some people were getting it from Shark before. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And now they're finding different olives. Some people are getting it from olives. Um, Biosant is a new line. I don't know how new they are. I, I just kind of discovered them. But they're, like, extremely non-toxic. Yeah, yeah. But Their they're packaging about, is also stunning. The packaging's beautiful. They're all about biotech. So it yeah. is made in a lab, but there's nothing wrong with that. I want more people to know that it's totally fine to get things in a lab. Um, but, you know, it's they're actually really big on environmental Mm -hmm. so they're like the way they source it instead of like depending on like olives or grapes or wherever you would source it Mm -hmm. Um, that's cool so it's really hydrating but I never hyaluronic is like I will never not use it morning and night it's the best thing you just feel it like sink into your skin I feel like it's made such a difference in like the moisture of my skin naturally like I have super dry skin hyaluronic acid has completely changed the way my skin feels I don't even remember like when I wasn't yeah. It's been so long. You know who has an amazing one, but they're not cruelty free, and I wish they were, was Skinceuticals. Oh. They had this B5 hydrating. It was actually the first person, that was my first ever introduction to hyaluronic. Yeah. When I was like 26, mm-hmm. and I just started getting facials. Yeah. And I was using it. It's really good. I'm using their vitamin C serum. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not tried their hyaluronic. I use the Barbara Sturm hyaluronic acid, okay. which is just incredible. Like, I feel B- like. Well, B5 is also the reason I like the Skinceuticals one. Yeah. It's a B5, which is also really hydrating. Yeah, a lot of people forget about. So if you ever see that in serum, which is really cool too. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that next. I'm like almost out of the Barbara Sturm one, so that I'm gonna one go get this is, one. What's the consistency of that one? The Barbara Sturm one. Yeah. It's like it's it's kind of like it's thicker. Like it's like, like a gel, like almost like a dropper. Yes, okay. yes. I don't like a gel serum. It's it's a little lighter than a gel. Yeah. Um, but like it definitely has like a cons- it's not like water. You it's know like what gooey, I mean? Yes, like, yes exactly. That's my favorite. It's, <laughs> like a gooey it's, serum. It's the best. It's the best. So right now you are you using the skinceuticals or not? No, I'm not. So but I just remember I was trying to find something that I like. And to be honest, as much as I love hyaluronic, I don't have a specific one that I love. I actually this one uh, doctor here in LA, uh, Doctor K. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just, I went to her, I, I interviewed her last time oh, I was really? here. Yeah, yeah, I love she her. She compounds a hyaluronic that has that kind of gooey consistency, and I really like it. So, them, and then even AE Skin is one in the valley, and they compound one. So, I find that when it's compounded locally, it has the consistency that I like. 
So I'm like, how can I find it? But then I can't recommend those to people. Totally. Mainstream, so I don't. So I'm trying to find, like, a good medium. Honestly, though, Dr. K is so amazing. Like, I use her eye cream, and I'm constantly talking about it. Because, like, it's, like, brightened my under eye like nothing else. Wow. Yeah, if you haven't tried it yet, like, oh, my gosh, you got to go get it. Like, she's amazing. Like, her line is so good. so cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. So moving on, let's let's do what are what are we at? Like we just finished serum. So serum, yeah. So after serum, so there's oils. Yes. I don't use oils every night, but depending, I'm really big on like skin intuition. Mm-hmm. Like if it feels good, then I'll use it. But if it doesn't, it feel if it feels oily, like it's gonna break me out, I won't yeah. do it. Um, the phyto oil by skin by Dermalogica, mm-hmm. I really like. Um, and what other oil am I using? There's one that I'm forgetting. It'll come back to me. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Honest Beauty, they're like, they're, they're like, I don't even know the name of the oil. We can put it in notes. Yeah. yeah. I actually did a video on it too, but I can't remember the name of it. There's too many. To, yeah. Um, I'll <laughs> use those. And there's probably a few others that I have in my mix. And then I'll go to moisturizer after that. What moisturizer are you loving right now? Um, Solvoxy is my favorite. They have like a finishing kind of uh, moisturizer mm-hmm. that just goes on at the very end and like seals everything in. I really like that. Um, Biosonics Cream is really nice. Um, Dermalogica has like an intensive moisture balance. I'm kind of experimenting with that one. Yeah. Um, I do also like like a good, um, oh, Murat. Forgot what their serum. They have this new like night thick serum. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a new one. I really like it. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have any eye creams that you're currently loving? I use Solasso. I've been using their... You love Solasso. Love them. Yeah. And the fact that they were like all I would use. Yeah. And now there's like more stuff added to the rotation. Yeah. But right now I'm using that one in Biosense. They alternate. I love that. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta get this serum of theirs. Like, I'm gonna... I, honestly, I love Solasu. Oh, I have to... Yeah, I have to go... They're Korean, right? Korean skincare. Honestly, they're just... They just know what to do. They know what to do. And it's so clean and fresh. And, like, I mean, a big part of, like, their brand and what they believe in is, like, um, you know, it's aromatherapy and their products. You're supposed to, like, really, like, inhale them and, like, enjoy the experience. You go to bed just feeling like it's just the best. Have you actually tried Vintner's Daughter before? Because... No. Oh my gosh, you would love them. Like, it's this, like, ser- oil-based serum. Okay. It's so next level. It's an activated botanical serum. It's, like, 28 different active botanicals, actually. Wow. And fully cruelty-free. And, like, if you like the idea of, like, aromatherapy and, like, just very pure, clean ingredients, mm-hmm. like, you'll love them. She, oh yeah, like, I'm I'm really surprised, actually, because it's, like, so up your alley. I'm actually kind of new to the clean beauty world because, yeah. I, I mean, I was so, it's, like, stuck in the ones that I like. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's clean and then there's cruelty free and then there's like not, there, there's so many, there's so many different yeah. categories. Yeah. So just like the ones that are like super, super natural. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I haven't really gotten into like, yeah. I don't, I'm not against biotech either. So I don't have to go with things that are like just naturally made as long as they're clean. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think, I think you'll really like that one. Um, okay. So what are like, do you have like a specific skincare product or like an ingredient that is like such a superstar that you can't live without it? Um, I mean, hyaluronic is what we just kind of discussed is a huge one. Yeah. Um, but vitamin C is also a really big one. Love. I think and the, the quality of your vitamin C is so important. So important. It has to be light protected. I would even prefer that the dropper doesn't come out because every time you open it, I mean, a product is mm-hmm. doing its activity. 
Um, it's so powerful. It's great for boosting collagen, for brightening. Like, I think it just has a lot of benefits. I like vitamin C a lot. Do you have any favorite vitamin C um, serums products right now? Um, the I'm using a little bit of the vitamin C oil from Biosounds, but then I'm also trying out L'Oreal has a vitamin C, like, pure serum. Ooh. It's just vitamin C. Um, and so I'm kind of experimenting there with that one, too. Oh, gosh. Okay, I gotta, I gotta look into that one. I yeah. didn't even know that L'Oreal had that. I know, right? I think I, it's newer, too. Yeah, I love, though, when, like, L'Oreal comes out with these products as well, because they're so much more affordable, too. Um, right. I was using... Or I still am. Like, I love their sugar scrubs, and they're so, so good. I actually haven't – I have some that I haven't even tried yet, but I have them in my Oh, like, so good. That and their clay masks. Like, I'm obsessed. Love it. Yeah, so good. Okay, what are your tips for fighting breakouts, if you have any? I do. Um, so, if, ever, if I have a breakout, I like to use, like, a gentle cleanser, and then I always do, like, a clarifying mask. So, either, like, uh, Soul Lasso is an amazing one. Or any kind of like charcoal mask. Yeah. Um, something that's really going to draw out impurities. So mm -hmm. something that should kind of be like drying on your skin after. Right. So I'll do that. Um, do you have I'll, any favorite charcoal masks? The char I'm using a Dermalogica charcoal mask right now, which is good. Uh, to be honest, I'm not stuck on a brand. Yeah. It's a pretty easy like charcoal mud mask. Like mm -hmm. something like that's going to draw stuff out. Yeah. You don't want to use like a gel mask. Totally. Um, so I'll do that. Then I'll put like a spot treatment. Mm -hmm. I have... Honestly, I don't have a specific brand for that, but any kind of like benzoyl peroxide or salicylic acid, something like that spot treatment that you have, and then just like a really good moisturizer, and then go to bed. I'll do that for like a few nights in a row, and it always helps. Love it. Yeah, the charcoal mask is like such a great tip. Um, I had like a random episode of breakouts like a few yeah. months. I don't even know where it came from, and it's just like you do so much for your skin, and it's just like playing these games with you. It's so frustrating. I when I travel, I'm like. No, <laughs> I looked so good before I got here. I know. That's so frustrating. That's actually what happened to me. Like, I was traveling, and I think, yeah, I got to, like, Dubai or Abu Dhabi, and my skin went bananas. Like, no. it went just crazy. Like, I, I, I couldn't even explain it. I was like, I look like I'm 12, except oh. worse. Like, it's just, like, prepubescent. Your pictures don't come out nice. It was so struggle funny. of my life, but yeah, like the charcoal mask helped keep it at bay at least, you know, sure. so it's a, it's a good tip. Um, okay, so last question. I am obsessed with morning routines, okay. um, and I always like to ask my guests what theirs are like. So what is your morning routine? Take me through it. So I'm, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't have... I don't have like the ritual, like I have things I like, but yeah. I'm not such a stickler to it. Mm -hmm. I want to be more, so that's yeah. something I'm aspiring to. The one thing I really like is like my quiet time for at least like 30 to 40 minutes in the morning. Yeah. Um, I don't like to really talk to anyone. Like I don't want to do any work stuff. Um, I like, I one of the rituals is I have to wake up early. Same. It, it sucks in the moment and I'm so tired and it feels so good to sleep, but the days that I sleep in, my whole day is off. Like I just need, because like, I need that time before the world wakes up, before people are bugging me and all of it, because then I'm just nonstop until night. And it's just not, I don't know, for me, the calm in the morning is so big. So waking up, like meditating, whether it's in bed, in the living room, um, having my warm water, having coffee, even just like to yourself, that's super good. Even if I like do my emails, it's just I need to be quiet and by myself. It's therapeutic. Yeah, I love that. I always say that my favorite time during the day is that time before anyone wakes up and yes. I feel like it needs to be super early because mm -hmm. then like 
yeah, like once you're going, you're just you're just going. And everyone's you know? like, oh, I hate it. I'd rather sleep. Or like, let's say people are like, oh, I have to work early. Like I work all day too. Like I, we don't. But you have just taken it, even though it sucks. Like it will benefit you later on in the day. I remember like when I used to live with a roommate. Um, I'd always wake up earlier, and then like some days that she'd like get up, and I'd be like, no. Just, like, can you go back to bed, can you please? Just, like, leave me alone. For even though she wasn't talking, it was like some even just like in your space. It just maybe that's like a little extreme, but just like a funny part of it. But no, I time, I'm so. fully the same way. Yeah. Like when I go visit my family, I make sure I'm up like before anyone else. Otherwise, like if I see like even like one person up, I'm like, oh, damn, like everything's ruined now. Yeah, like, <laughs> I need to be the first one up. Like I don't know why, but like I just need that time. I yeah. feel like it sets the tone for your day as oh, well. It completely sets the tone for your day. Like. And I remember, like, back when I had a full-time job, this was, like, when I was younger, obviously, and i just, like, get up and get out the door. Oh, me too. It was, I remember oh. I'd just be stressed out. Yeah, and I was exhausted when yes, I got there. Yes, yes. It was just, once I started learning to either work out before I get to yes, work, even doing yes. something before that, but just rushing to work is horrible. No, it's, it's absolutely terrible. Yeah. So a really, really good tip. I feel like everyone should be taking their time in the morning. Totally taking have the time for yourself like yeah just meditate do something or the other awesome thank you so so much mona it was such a pleasure and yeah guys stay tuned for this episode to come out